0: Hello on TV land, I'm Brennan Savory.
1: I'm Sebastian Rickahoff. And my name is Rowan Wood, and this is Across the Stars, where, if it's Star Wars, we cover it. I forgot. Um... (laughs) (laughs) So out of sync.
2: (laughs) Um, Anyway, uh, today, before we get to today's topic of our main topic of discussion, there was one small piece of news I wanted to talk about, and uh, this is for all the gamers, Um. (laughs) Uh, Ubisoft recently announced that they're making an open world Star Wars game, which that alone is a pretty cool piece of news, but um, along with it, we also find out that EA no longer has exclusivity over Star Wars games, Um, which if you know about the Star Wars games that have come out since like 2015-ish, they've all been published by ea and it looks like this is the end of that era so it'll be interesting to see as things look forward there's just a small piece of news that happened over the weekend
1: by the time this episode comes out it's going to be like two weeks out of date but everybody will get to hear our 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 thoughts on it so so who's really winning
2: i'm personally a little excited i
1: think that yeah, yeah. i um i saw that they when uh, when ubisoft was tweeting about it they tweeted uh this is the way along with the link so i wonder if it's going to be sort of mandalorian related uh that would be very interesting uh, but yeah, I know has there, an open
2: world star wars just
1: sounds nice has there ever been an open world star wars game fallen
0: order was open world oh really interesting yeah oh fallen order was Good too. I like that. Fallen
2: Order was excellent. That's that's a that's a great game. I think, but um, mm-hmm.
1: we will review. We'll we'll get to reviewing Fallen Order and all yeah. those other games eventually. I would uh, love to. Yeah, I'm on Fallen Order, but,
2: <laughs> but that's down the road. That's down the road. Today, yeah. we are talking about The Empire Strikes Back, ah, which finally. for anybody who remembers and watched in the first place, the uh, ranking video where. Rowan and I ranked all of the movies I believe we both put Empire at the top
1: mm-hmm. so today we finally get to talk about that
2: mm-hmm. yeah and I for one am excited
1: yes uh and uh this is actually uh another first it is the first uh movie review that we've had where we have a guest on not counting the Star Wars holiday special which or we is Dr. Wright or Solo that's true <laughs> But Solo was like, a, Solo was like a, was one of the anthology ones. So I'd say this is the first major mainstream Star Wars movie uh, that we are reviewing with a guest, which is yeah. cool. It's uh, going get much more mainstream than uh, one of the original trilogy exactly. movies. Exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so do we just wanna jump right into it?
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: All right, cool. Um, so I actually have a note before, uh, like, like, before we get into the actual plot. Uh, and this is a question for you guys, uh, out of the three movies in the original trilogy, uh, where do you think, uh, like, where would you rank this opening scene? Because all of the movies have fantastic opening scenes. Which one of the original trilogy, which one would you put first, second, or third? So that's the attack on the rebel ship in A New Hope, uh, the, um, the opening of Empire, And hold on, what's the Return of the Jedi opening? Jabba's Palace. Jabba's Palace, that's true. Um, So Um, the opening for Empire was basically Luke and the Wampa. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Brennan, do you want to
0: go first? Sure. Um, As much as I love Empire Strikes Back, and it's not only one of my favorite Star Wars movies, it's one of my favorite movies in general, the opening is very slow. There's not much going on. It's it's not really exposition, but there's like nothing really. It's just Luke wandering in the snow, and then he almost dies, and then he gets in the thing he was writing in the... You know. So, ranking them... Um, I think the Return of the Jedi and A New Hope openings are very close for me. I'm probably going to go... Um, I'm going to go A New Hope first because, unfortunately, because George Lucas thought that he can make everything better with CGI, I <laughs> put Return of the Jedi right right below it because of the awful CGI person singing with the Twi'lek. Psy <laughs> Snoodles. Of course I know her name. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to go New Hope, Return of the Jedi, and Empire for opening for me.
2: I mean, it really. I, I guess it depends on what we're calling the opening. I mean, I mean, if we i don't know if we're going to count like all of Jabba's palace, as the whole like Jabba's palace scene, because that's a huge chunk of the movie. And if we're going to do that, I feel like uh, we should count the entire Battle of Hoth as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess everything above aboard the Tantive Four would count as the opening for Episode Four, and by those. By that standard, I would have to go with Jabba's Palace I think episode four and then episode five although that order could like it, it, it could change any one of them could be in any place really mm-hmm. um it really just depends on the day you ask me I
1: guess <laughs> I would probably go more align myself with <clears throat> um Sebastian because I feel like the 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 Jabba's palace is, um, I mean, all like all three of these opening scenes are so different in their settings and what they do that like they all take place in very very different locations and they each do very different and new things. Um, I guess if we're taking in Sebastian, like you said, if we're taking into account like the whole sequence, then I would I would still stick with Jabba's palace just because like it's so much fun because it's like it's like it's like a he's he's a crime boss and it's just his whole lair and it's like a perfect um a perfect visual for for the scum and villainy of the galaxy and i just think it's it's just an amazing like heist sequence on top of that and it's just amazing and great and i'll rave about it more when we talk about jedi um Never heard the Jabba's palace scene be described as a heist sequence. It's totally a heist sequence. They're trying to get Han out. Yeah, they they steal. They steal a whole
2: human being. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) It's a
0: rescue mission.
1: uh, Yeah, come on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Come on.
1: Well, technically, Han is frozen in carbonite, so technically he's an object. So I'm just (laughs) okay. We're not We're not here to talk about. We're going to lead us down a dark path if we keep (laughs) discussing. (laughs) We are here to talk about the Empire Strikes Back. Um, So the first note I have is about the Wampa attack. Do you guys have anything before that?
2: Uh, The only thing I have is that um, the Imperial Probe Droids, I always remember the Imperial Probe probe Droids as like the first thing in the Empire Strikes Back. And my brother and I, we didn't know they were called Probe Droids, so we just called them Ananapantans as a kid. (laughs) And uh, that's yeah that's that's the uh that's the entire note
1: (laughs) (laughs) um i thought the uh the wampa attack is a really good explanation for luke's facial uh, facial like differences in appearance because mark hamill was in a car accident uh right after a new hope came out and um like, like we barely see his face at all before he's attacked by the Wampa, and the fact that the Wampa swipes him right in the face, I think, was definitely an intentional way to get around that. Uh, they tried to cover it up very badly in the holiday special, uh, so, so I think they um, they did a much better job in Empire. Uh, yeah, I,
2: I never like I, I knew that he got in a in a car accident. And mm-hmm. obviously, I knew that there was a Wampa attacking, but I never pieced together that that mm-hmm. was
1: why they yeah. included it. Yeah, I only, I only every day. realized that a couple of years ago. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, so Luke gets attacked by the Wampa. Uh, and then we uh, are reintroduced to Han, Leia, uh, C3PO, the Rebels uh, back on Echo Base. And uh, <clears throat> Han and Leia have an argument, um, the first of many in this movie. And there's uh, like a yeah, yeah,
2: and uh, yeah, no, they, they just have like this old bickering couple sort of dynamic. And I don't know like one of the funniest things that I see in this movie is when some dude just walks right at me up every time this guy sees, you know, like a you know leia and han were two you know very important people in the rebellion he sees them having an argument just decides to walk right between
0: them. He's just like oh uh, excuse me excuse me
2: <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah
0: but um the the argument um it was mostly on because han, han wanted to leave after right? yeah he wanted to yeah, leave he- after the battling every well no because we he want to leave
1: we, before like as soon as possible yeah, yeah. He wanted he's to like leave that's because... it i'm
0: done i'm mm. wanted on so many job is gonna kill me pretty it's... much, yeah. Pretty much yeah. yeah
2: um apparently they had a run-in with a bounty hunter on on a different planet but um on ord mandel ord mandel that's what it was <laughs> um but there's this other it's like right after that scene where Han's talking to 3PO, and then somebody comes and interrupts them, and Han covers 3PO's mouth, <laughs> and it actually works at shutting him up. Uh-huh. And I just sat there, kind of baffled. I'm like, 3PO's awfully respectful because he could just keep talking. I, I, I doubt it would matter at all. I doubt he would even <laughs> muffle him, but
1: yeah. Um, I, I wrote, everyone's kind of a dick to see 3PO. Like, like yeah, he no really treats it with respect. Like, yeah. all we know, like, even R2
0: could be cussing him out all the time. How uh, funny would that be I if you just see, like, the translations of R2 and he's just like, <laughs> a mouth?
2: I know, what if one, one of my later notes was just poor 3PO throughout the yeah. whole movie. Yeah, uh, the whole movie.
1: One of the things that Han says to Leia in their initial argument was, you could use a good kiss. And I'm not sure how to feel about that lie. Yeah, well.
0: I because I watched this Sunday and uh-huh. I'm like, that's a little. All right, Han. I understand it's what 1980. Yeah. You gotta. It was
2: a long up, time Han. ago. In a galaxy far, far away.
0: Come, nah, misogyny, whatever.
1: Yeah, whatever. Um. um I love the uh, the casual enslavement of the Tauntauns because like the rebels <laughs> definitely just landed on Hoth and then they were like, hey, there are things that that like we could ride and they just like kidnapped all of them, took them from their caves and brought them uh, because they die in the um, they die in the cold, so they have to yeah. stay in like a like an enclosed thing. So they definitely just. They probably just built their base in the caves that the tombs lived in, and then just kidnapped them and used them as uh, beasts of burden, which is kind yeah. of unfortunate. Uh, yeah, because, I never
2: really, yeah, never really thought about. I just <laughs> imagine it, you know, like the same way that you would tame a horse or whatever. I figure that that's what they
1: they did. I never really heard it as. Uh, I mean, like it depends on how long they were there, right? Because like it takes, like it could take a long time to like domesticate an animal, you know, domesticated taunton uh, Yeah. Um, so for the prequels, not so much the the original trilogy, but I've been doing um, uh, cameo catches uh, for like celebrities that that have little tiny um, cameo roles in uh, the Star Wars movies, and uh, we do have a cameo here in this scene. Uh, John Ratzenberger, who is in every single Pixar movie, sometimes as a cameo and sometimes um, in a, in, in in a main role. He played Ham in Toy Story among. Many others, the abominable snowman and Monsters Inc. He plays the rebel officer with the cool uh, 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 mustache uh, who talks to
0: Han. Um, Don't know why. Yeah, Brendan. He's also known for Cliff Clavin, the the mail carrier on Cheers, which I have not seen, so I would not know. Everyone shits all over him. Honestly. (laughs) Side note: I love that (laughs) show, but we can carry on. Um
1: and one of my all-time favorite star wars lines i know i'm in the minority here because it's not like too much of an iconic line but um the uh han just yells then i'll see you in hell when he's about to leave which is just amazing (laughs) it's so good because it's so simple and so basic but harrison ford's delivery is just so good (laughs) so yeah
2: now, uh, another note that I had sort of along with that, is that Han is really just willing to go out there in the middle of the freezing cold. It's about to be nighttime, and he's really willing to go out there just to help his friend Luke. And I don't think that Han gets enough credit for, like, actually being a good human being. He's yeah. sort of always yeah. thought of as the scoundrel, but, like, nobody else was willing to do this for Luke, so... Who's really the bad guy?
1: I mean, it's it's always been the Empire, but you know. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> um, then uh, Luke meets the Wampa again. Uh, and one thing I did... Uh, remember and I watched a video on it after I finished Empire again Um, so the Wampa scene was very different in the uh, in the original 1980 edition for Empire Uh, like like the scene where the Wampa is like chewing on the tauntaun bones and then stands up and runs at Luke that was all Mm -hmm. added in the special edition that wasn't in the original Uh, the only bit we see of the Wampa in the original is its back running towards Luke and then the arm falling on the ground that's all we see uh, and then like, and then like in the Wampa, you know, flailing around with, with one arm, that's all special edition, which I think is pretty cool. Cause like, I like, like that's like, I had never seen the original version of that scene before I watched the YouTube video. So I, I, I just think it's so cool that there's um, that there's such a big difference that our entire generation, most of our generation just doesn't even know about because we grew up with the special editions. Um, it's, yeah. it's, it's weird because I, uh.
2: I was sitting there watching the um, the Wampa scene, and I was like, "Oh, the scene is like very short," and so mm-hmm. I can only imagine how short it must have felt yeah. in the uh, in the original. But...
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so... yeah. So. So after
2: uh, after they save Luke and they put him in a giant bag to tank, the Empire finds where they are. Uh, the probe droid that Han and Chewie shoot. Um, and then they deploy some nice AT walkers, and I really want to see how they deploy those ATATs. And I don't know if that's just me, like yeah, you know, yeah. it's just like I, 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 I know that a star destroyer can carry like a you know a, a fairly decent amount of them, but I just want to see them like fly down. I want to see what the hell carries an AT <laughs> walker. <laughs>
0: Like, would they just drop it into the atmosphere? But if so, then like, Uh, would like just
2: exactly like the it would, I feel like it would shatter on impact if they just did that. But like, I I just want to see how they deploy it. I've Mm. never seen it, and I would like to. Interesting, interesting.
1: Um, I do have one note about, um, It's about the the one little mini scene where Lucas in the back to tank. Why was that necessary? Like that was it's so unnecessary. They could have just cut to him like being all fine. We did not need the back to tank. I know it's like 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 it 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 doesn't matter, but it's it's just unnecessary. It's it's it it just has no purpose, absolutely none. Um, but yeah, there we go. I'm ready to move on. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, you're good, you're good. (laughs) God damn that back to scene god
2: damn oh right and like oh, oh and I completely forgot to mention Leia kisses Luke because that's
0: important later yeah Well, um, um, okay she does it for the sole purpose to piss off Han
1: yes it's she, out of spite yeah, yeah. In, yeah.
0: On, in any other movie I'd understand that but I mean well one you know the incestual undertones mm-hmm. and, or, I mean overtones <laughs> and then the whole thing with Leia is that everyone's like oh she's a, she's a strong female warrior and then I'm like "If a str- a strong, in my personal opinion a strong female warrior would not give a fuck that Han that wants to leave if, she, if he doesn't want to stay he doesn't want to stay so why would she kiss someone and also in Return of the Jedi she's like I always kind of knew that we were siblings you kissed him on purpose shut, shut up. what are you talking about
1: you didn't she knew, know she knew after that moment Yeah. Every, right I, after I, that I, she's like "Oh." My, my guess is that you're everything... such a bad
0: kisser you have to be my brother <laughs> <laughs> just imagine
2: <laughs> oh, my guess is that she figured it out when they had that weird connection at the end of episode
1: 5 she's That's... like
0: Should, shouldn't have done that yeah <laughs>
1: Um, oh my God. Han has another fantastic line in this scene, which is when Chewie's laughing at, at oh. everyone making fun of Han and Han just goes, Laugh it laugh up, it fuzz up Fuzzball. <laughs> it's such a great line. I, I mean wrote, that's also that's,
0: the it's yeah. also the scruffy looking nerf herder yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I wrote in all caps so many iconic lines in this scene. Cause there are. The I scene know. is just chock full of them. I know.
2: I, I quote the laugh it up fuzzball
0: way. Really I do that true. all the time. <laughs> I talk to my girlfriend and I'm like, laugh it up, fuzzball. And she doesn't get it. But I find it hysterical. But also, also with that scene, something that I noticed is that after Leia kisses Luke, Leia immediately leaves. Luke is sitting up in his bed, like <laughs> <laughs> and then you his find out they're siblings. And he's <laughs> just like Ooh, Luke's damn. like, yeah, might get some of that later. I don't know. <laughs> King of the world, baby. <laughs> King of the world, baby. Um, the fact that he doesn't get discussed when he's like, "Is Leia my sister?" <laughs> he just—he's like, he's like, Leia's my sister.
1: It, like, like he doesn't acknowledge the kiss at all. Probably for like, the best. I mean, it still. probably
2: wasn't his first thought. To be fair, that's like, true. That's true. You know, when you find out that you—you know—you have a, a plus. This is something that happened. You know, like three or four years between Return of the Jedi and Empire. III. I don't know, yeah, um, I, yeah, I think there's like a year or two in between. Oh, a year or two, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, you might be right, but you know, you might, whatever. Probably wasn't his first thought, I guess, is my point.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, so next, uh, Han and uh, Chewie. Go to track down the imperial probe. However, before then, when they're talking to Rebel Command, and the Rebel Command is like, "Hey, like, there's something on our scopes. We don't know w- what it is." Um, Han says, or someone says, "Could be a speeder, one of ours." And someone just says, "No," and then they leave it at that. <laughs> and I was like, "It's like you're just, you're just like, you're just like turning that guy down. I mean, you're not even gonna give him an explanation as to why." I <laughs> um yeah so uh as sebastian mentioned the uh empire comes out of hyperspace a a little bit too early they do alert the rebels to their presence and i wrote down a crazy theory that i had so admiral ozzel is the one in command uh he's soon killed by vader uh but he is the one responsible for for bringing the fleet out of hyperspace too early therefore alerting the rebels to the presence what if Admiral Ozzel was a rebel spy, and he did that specifically to alert the rebels to the presence of the Empire so that they could evacuate sooner.
2: The next anthology movie right there. Exactly. See, I was, was about to Wars say story.
0: I was about to say, if that was true, Disney would have banked on it at least three years ago. That's true. <laughs> Gotta be honest.
1: Um... Yeah, so then it's the Battle of Hoth, which is pretty darn cool. Still holds up after all these years. I know. Pretty,
0: it's still it's still iconic. Yeah, what, forty years later. Yeah, yeah, forty years. Oh. It's been alluded to, referenced many times. So many times.
2: And everybody I mean, likes to see speeders take out giant metal camels, and you
0: know, <laughs> metal camels. What's not to I love? mean, but, one of the yeah, for the life of me, I can't remember any other movie that it's referenced in but in Captain America Civil War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Tom Holland Spider-Man. Hey, y'all ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? <laughs> Jesus, Tony, how old is this kid? I don't know, <laughs> I didn't carbon date him. <laughs> he's on the younger side. And then he's like, when the when the thing goes around the spinning, one, I'm like, why didn't they say the name? They're both owned by Disney.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> well, well, it's because uh, I guess Peter didn't really yeah. pay attention. <laughs> he just knows this. yeah they wanted to portray uh peter as
2: you know i don't know like i guess not not ignorant isn't quite the word i'm looking for but not uh
1: not too terribly sure. pop culturally inclined. Either.
2: Exactly.
0: He, yeah. he just knows things, but he doesn't know the things about the thing.
2: Exactly. Yeah, more or less. I mean, yeah, you walk up to somebody on the street, they might not be able to tell you what an ad ad is, but they might be able to be like, oh, yeah, that's a thing from, uh, if you show that's them a picture, you're off, like, yeah, that's the thing from the fifth
0: Star Wars. Why do you have an Italian accent? I
1: don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Italians love Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Oh um, so yeah, Battle of Hoth, very visual, very amazing. Uh, I wrote poor Dac with a frowny face because Luke's friend Dac gets killed like super quickly, and li- he, he's just literally dead weight. Luke Luke just has a corpse
0: <laughs> in the back of his speeder. <laughs> now, now, run. yeah. Is is this the movie that uh, one of the now one of the extras one of the uh, snow speeder fighters is is Ewan McGregor's uncle? Is that this movie? What? I am almost positive. Owen, you're a cameo. Uh, That's, true. That's true. Is
1: true? I yes. Uncle. Oh my god! Dennis Lawson is Ewan McGregor's uncle. Really? Boom! What? Boom! Wedge Antilles. Yes, he's Wedge. He's at all three of the originals. That's so cool. And he's
0: Oon McGregor's uncle.
1: What? Yes! I didn't know that. That's Friends really the cool. Family. Ba, 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 ba. Uh,
2: nice catch right there. Very cool. <laughs> Might have to replace Rowan as the cameo catcher.
0: No, Rowan's, Rowan's <laughs> pissed now. He's like... <laughs> that,
2: I swear to God. <laughs> all right, he right, laughs Brian. now. It was nice it having you, but... Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> he laughs now, but when the recording's over, he's going to threaten
1: me, I swear to God. I'm going to threaten you. I'm going to uh, go to your house. I do know where you live. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. Uh, also, one more thing about the battle I wanted to mention. Uh, the miniatures, the AT-AT walkers, and um, like, like, th- it's just the fact that they were able to do that with stop motion and miniatures is so cool, and it still oh, yeah. looks so good almost half oh, a century I, later which is
0: absolutely that's, insane that's pretty incredible yeah
1: i know but um no there's this one there's this
0: one
2: guy all right he's one of the rebel soldiers and it's like right before they fire on the the shield generators it's right before you see the ad ad shoot this one guy in specific (laughs) it's it's the funniest thing you just see the you 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 see it's got like its head aimed at him it shoots and then it's like all right now i can take out the shield generator the poor man's just running away (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no it's it's funny it's the funniest thing to me um
1: so Mm -hmm. the millennium falcon escapes uh, mm-hmm. it's pretty great pretty cool action sequence uh, although they have some trouble they can't get to hyperspace uh the millennium falcon uh is impotent now for some reason and so
0: you didn't have to say <laughs> impotent you could have said
1: so many other words <laughs> uh and so um among the like in this this scene uh, one moment i particularly enjoyed is um is is han uh and he's going to work and Chewie places a toolbox right above where he's working and then and then the ship gets shot and the toolbox just falls on him and we, and we hear Han go ow just super loud and then he pulls himself out and he's like Chewie why'd you do that why did you put that there
2: <laughs> Honestly, this, this, uh, I was just gonna say this movie right here is why like Han Solo is my favorite Star Wars character like he just shines so well in this movie, and his portrayal by Harrison Ford is spectacular. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. but what you just said about the toolbox thing—it really, it genuinely reminds me of like when you're getting in the car and someone puts like a coffee cup on the <laughs> car, and then the car pulls out, and then they're like, "Damn it, you spilled my coffee!" And I'm like, what? It, It's it's not his fault." What? That's immediately, what my brain connected it to.
2: Yeah, no, and then you just see the coffee pouring down the windshield, and yeah,
0: (laughs) you're like, "Oh, that's where that went." But uh, Um,
2: yeah, and uh... while they're while uh, the Millennium Falcon is off being chased by the Executor and a couple of other Star Destroyers, uh, speaking of which, the Executor looks pretty badass. Yeah, I'm a (laughs) Super Star Destroyer in all caps. It's so cool. (laughs) It looks pretty darn nice. Um, and then Luke goes off to Dagobah, unless there's something I'm missing. The order oh, of events. I wrote out to go to the
0: Dagobah. the Dagobah. Oh, well, because we forgot to mention that when he was in the snow, he got a vision of yeah. so going to the Dagobah system.
1: Learn from the Jedi Master who taught me, Yoda.
0: Yeah. Um, but also, isn't that not true? Because in the prequels, don't we see that Qui-Gon is... Well,
1: no, but Yoda, well, Yoda trained all it. of the younglings at some point. Because we see in episode two, he has okay, well, uh, a class
0: of all of the younglings. So okay, well, not I all the he- younglings. Because, you know... Well, maybe they have like a
1: <laughs> well in in episode two, Yoda's teaching a class of the kids that all get murdered later. Uh but we're not gonna think about that. Uh I it's
0: always I, on my mind. I, yeah, can't no,
2: I, I think yeah, I I think Rowan's right on this one where Yoda just I, I think Yoda like sort of taught classes for all the different young ones, <laughs> like before they become Padawans and get us. He's like, like the like kindergarten teacher. Classes exactly he's a kindergarten, he's a kindergarten teacher. teacher
0: that everyone remembers yeah. like, is yeah. never useful again
2: exactly <laughs> plus i mean even if you're not directly under him you can always learn from yoda in mm-hmm. his weird convoluted like way that rowan has several times pointed out is incredibly
1: <laughs> flawed Yes. yes. <laughs> um, are we at yoda's introduction
2: uh, yes, and I just want to say what an introduction to know. Yoda! Like we think of Yoda now, and I think most of us have that sort of prequel image of him, where he's like mm-hmm. old, wise, and you know he's powerful. And when you meet, when like w- when he appears for the first time ever, he's a cracker. He's, exactly, he's a, he's a nutcase. <laughs> he's clearly Split. senile. He's... He, <laughs> Like Luke has no idea what he's talking about at all. <laughs> um, but
0: also, a parallel that I noticed is that in both movies, in the first two movies, for some reason, he both he goes to find someone that can help him, and then they both lie about who they are, and literally, like less than five minutes later, say who they are, like with Obi-Wan Kenobi, one change your last name. <laughs> if you don't want to be recognized, <laughs> you could change your last name from Kenobi.
1: I am Ben Bumobi.
2: You're you're talking <laughs> about the same guy that left Luke's last name as Skywalker and left him <laughs> with his with the closest thing he had to family. <laughs> Clearly not the best disguise.
0: And then I'm like, "What?" Send and then um what was it? Well, also one of the best things out of that is that in A New Hope, when when Obi Wan says, "Of course I know him, he's me, he's me,", he's me. <laughs> but Yoda's because he's just rummaging through all the, he's rummaging all through uh, Luke's shit. He's just like, ah. he's like, I don't care, I have no personal boundaries. His his brain's just gone at this point. <laughs> um.
1: So I have something to bring up here. So the Yoda in Empire and Jedi is obviously a puppet, and it's yep. amazing, it's incredible. <clears throat> However, in Episode One, The Phantom Menace, made um, let made uh, f- almost twenty years after Empire Strikes Back, the uh, in in the original cut before they put it over with CGI, they used a puppet Yoda for Episode One, and it looked like shit. Why did it look like crap if the Empire Yoda puppet is so good? I have never understood. I I've, I've always wondered like I you know I know eh. I, this
2: this might be a little bit odd but I, I genuinely prefer the the CGI Yoda oh, in the yeah, sure. because it like that puppet just looks so freaking horrible. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right in in episodes 5 and 6 the puppet is is great it's a great puppet Mm -hmm. i don't know what the heck i don't like obviously they must have used a new one i can't imagine that thing that they used the same one it just got so beat up that it looked like that um like i you would have think you would have thought that you know 19 years later they would have been able to make a better one Mm -hmm. Um, but
0: also i think it's because george lucas's whole plan was for yoda to do more stuff and yeah. like that he would have been like it would feel really disjointed if like in Jedi Council meetings it's a puppet and then when he's taking the crap out of Dooku he just he just is CGI
1: yeah so well, yeah, that, that, was, that was why they replaced him for episode 2 and then later on because episode 1 there's no action scenes with Yoda mm-hmm. so it makes sense why they said oh maybe a puppet could work but then it didn't so they just put CGI over it anyway That's
2: probably the better idea yeah, no, the seats C- and CGI Yoda honestly looks pretty good. Yeah, like, yeah, not too bad. Like especially for 2002 CGI, that's mm-hmm. that's pretty yeah. damn fine CGI. I agree. Um,
1: yeah. Uh, compared to Jar Jar CGI, uh, the Yoda CGI is fantastic. Uh, regardless, I digress. Uh, Yoda taking Luke's flashlight and just like rolling around. <laughs> And then Luke just, and then he like takes a bite of Luke's food, and Luke just thro- throws it away. I just Yoda's like, I mean, uh, like obviously this is intentional on Yoda's part. He wants Luke to to learn patience, uh, and uh, like like you can't always get any th- everything you're looking for immediately. Uh, but still, I just think like this is like Yoda's obviously having a lot of fun with it. I mean, this is like he's doing the most fun thing that he could while also teaching Luke a lesson. Um mm-hmm. but um yeah no what was that the the entire Yoda
2: or like almost every single Yoda scene all I could think of was the um have you ever seen the like bad lip reading uh yes seagull yes, yes, seagull yes. song?
0: Yeah. The I was just time, about to say that.
2: All I could think of was the the freaking seagulls, like them seagulls are gonna come i gonna poke me in the coconut. I
1: honestly much prefer the other Empire One, Hostels on the Hill. I'm not a huge fan of Seagulls.
0: Um, I, I find it so annoying, but for like a solid year, I just listened to it. <laughs> seagulls, mm,
2: stop it now. I just remember in uh, <clears> the <throat> 10th grade advisory, our teacher was like, you know what? I need a little bit of a break. So he turned on the projector just so we could all watch that video with him.
1: uh so um i don't have any more notes for the first yoda scene i have many more later um you good sebastian i'm good i don't have anything else for you so um back to the falcon uh c3po is communicating with the falcon with the falcon's computer and he says the falcon has a most peculiar dialect uh now i think this takes on a new meaning once you've seen solo and well, you because know that so, Lando's um, robot friend L3 is in the Falcon's computer now, so that mm-hmm. must be the peculiar dialect. This well, also that they
0: probably just it was like, oh shit! Oh yeah, we for sure, this?
1: for sure. That was a that was a because a coincidence. Yeah, I, I doubt it was planned out from the start. But, no. Yeah,
0: they refer to her. They refer to the they refer to the Falcon as she, mm-hmm. like all the time. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and when you first see it. Well, because obviously they had no idea that it would be that huge and that Disney would, you know, yeah. put on anthology movies and everything in it. But they say she because, you know, usually sailors call it's their the ship. ship. Yeah, yeah. For some reason. But it takes, but like Broan said, it takes on a new meeting because L3 is in it. Land, I noticed that when he first lands at Cloud City, Lando's like, what'd you do to my ship? She's, she's like in shambles or whatever. Yeah, exactly.
1: Mm -hmm. um now we go back to uh the executor and uh vader meets with emperor palpatine uh in ian mcdermott's only scene in this movie and it's so good it's so (laughs) cool i love the emperor so much
2: honestly i can't i can't imagine anybody else playing a live action emperor aside from ian mcdermott it would just
1: well you know you know what the original yeah no fuck that thing yeah no we are it was it was (laughs) a it was a woman's a woman's face with chimpanzee eyes and a voice actor did 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 the did the dub yeah just find that so funny that like that was what people lived with for like 25 years before george lucas made the special edition (laughs) it was just uh no <laughs> i don't like that thing. like that's whatever i think of
2: the the pros of the special edition uh empire pal original empire palpatine is always pretty close to the top of the list yeah agreed um but yeah uh palpatine has this there's a really interesting glide that luke they're talking about luke and they go oh he could be the offspring of anakin skywalker and then Vader responds with, "How is that possible?" And I'm just sitting here thinking of like, "Like you, you got him. her pregnant."
1: <sighs> and yeah, when you month, last month.
2: when you last left you her were there. Wife, she was pregnant. Uh, you didn't know she had twins, but still, you should know that there there was a possibility of this offspring being <laughs> out. what. Plus, he was living with your like, uh, what would that be, step siblings? Uh yes. Yeah. He's living with, with your stepbrother and his wife, and uh, he shares your last name. Like, how
1: How <laughs> are you, you all shocked? <laughs> it's, like, it's like every red flag.
0: Wait, have we? I can't remember. Have we gotten to the uh Han and Leia first kiss yet? No, that's no. in a bit,
1: not um, yet. The next scene. I gotta
0: slow down. I'm sorry. Yeah. The Jump next the scene
1: is um, Luke and Yoda in um, talking, uh, and then Obi-Wan uh, basically force ghosts uh, to Yoda. Um, but <laughs> I just noticed that they left R2-D2 out in the rain. Like, while Luke came in to eat, they could easily have let him in. Like, it would have been so easy, and, like, probably less damage would be done to R2's circus. They're so mean to droids. So, I know. I mean, yeah. droids aren't people, Brennan. What are you talking
0: about? Like, in the Mos Eisley cantina, <laughs> right? They say, like, oh, your kind isn't welcome here. You literally have, s- your whole slogan is scum and villainy. You won't let in two robots. Are you kidding me?
2: I mean, what's a what's a robot going to eat in the moss Eisley Cantina? To be fair,
0: <laughs> because they don't, they're like, ah, no money. There's nothing in it. I mean,
1: that's I mean, from a business perspective, yeah, from, I, I can understand. They're it. just going to be taken up. But seat. it's
0: the way they were saying it. It sounds well, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> prejudice. It's, it's moss Eisley, of yeah, course, for sure, prejudiced. for sure. Um. <laughs>
1: We get the very iconic line from Yoda uh, when Luke says, "I'm not afraid." Yoda looks at him and says, "You will be." be. It's it's just it's just so good, and he repeats. But it's it so says, creepy yeah. for no
0: reason. Yeah, because like it's not his thing; isn't even that scary. Oh, he's probably referring to going in the cave.
1: Yeah, the cave. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. uh, I have my own will thoughts be. about the cave scene, but I believe the uh, the Minoc scene is next, right? Uh, than where the Falcon um, gets uh, hides in an in a hides cave, in a cave. asteroid that turns out to not really be a cave. Uh-huh. Um, but
0: Brennan, this is yep. where they Brennan have Brennan
1: has a moment. Here. I believe you have well, because, some things to discuss.
0: Well, because they before they land in the asteroid, isn't that when they are in the whole asteroid field? field? Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. There's the battle where they're skirting around Tie Fighters, and then because they go into the
0: because then game. Leia's like, "We can't, we 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 can't do it," and then mm-hmm. he's like, "Never tell me the odds."
2: Yeah, amazing. Well, three people gives him the odds. Just, I hate to be a little. Uh... Well,
1: the, the odds um, of surviving this is seven thousand two hundred thirty to one. Never tell me the odds. <laughs> it's great. It's amazing. Wonderful.
2: I love Han Solo this movie, but um. In case I haven't said so, already. <laughs> Um But yeah, they, they go through an asteroid field trying to lose a couple of TIE Fighters and they do lose a couple, um, but then they hide in this cave and uh, Brennan, do you have anything else you would like to well Well, um, I think now we're at the kiss scene. This is the kiss, yep. right? Yep. Yeah, right, it yeah. happens in the cave. Because yeah.
0: right, that's when they, because they go into the power thing and they're looking at it. And then he's like, oh, what do you, what is, what does he call her? I can't remember. Uh, your worship. Your worship. That's what he says. And she's like, stop calling me that. And he's like, okay, Leia. <laughs> he's like, okay, Leia. I realized that. And then I'm like, how he just, because she's probably like, he's never called me by my real name. And yeah. I've for like three years. Like he's rarely called me Leia, if at all. <laughs> so then I think that kind of really sets like, oh, this is going to be something. Mm -hmm. I think when you first meet him well because when you first meet him Leia's shooting at the Stormtroopers in A New Hope and then he's like ah stop doing he's like ah stop being stop fighting with me or I'm gonna start liking you (laughs) like that yeah and then in this well this movie really highlights on their relationship oh yeah definitely I'm still kind of shocked that Either haven't kissed in the three years between *A New Hope* and *Empire*, or they just didn't say anything about the case. Fair. They've probably been busy. Oh yeah, busy. I'm sure, busy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, you were walking into your. You were walking into that one. Yeah, I did. That uh,
2: was that one was on me. I'll take full responsibility <laughs> for that one. Oh my
1: god. Um. So. Okay. They find out that they are, in fact, not in a cave, but they are in the belly of the beast. Uh, I don't remember what the creature is called. Um, space slug. Space slug. Way to be slug and, generali- and generalized Sebastian. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they end up escaping. Uh, it's all fun and games. Uh, however, next we get to the actual cave scene on Dagobah, yep. uh, which... And, um, yeah i'm not gonna lie i never understood
2: this scene as a kid and mm-hmm. um i remember even when i was younger i couldn't even tell that that was supposed to be luke's face yeah in the, uh, mask when it got like shown but yeah those I, I never got this as a kid and looking back i'm like it mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. not the brightest
1: yeah <laughs> um it's it must have been really confusing when like to people who first saw it in the theater like mm. like just like just imagine seeing that having no idea what was going on and then putting the dots together later when vader says i'm your father oh, like, it would be literally mind-blowing and i would give anything to experience it in the theater for the first time in 1980 it just it, it's it's so cool i don't know um yeah also uh,
0: something that i remembered because i know weird sex that I saw something, I also just looked it up, that because Frank Oz was the puppeteer and uh, voice actor for Yoda. Mm -hmm. George Lucas apparently was like so impressed, so like, wow, this is amazing that he spent a bunch of money to put out like an ad campaign for him to be nominated for like Best Supporting Actor. Wow. The Oscars. And then obviously it failed. Because the others are like a puppeteer isn't considered an actor, which I'm sure nowadays would be would either be different or they'd have a whole category. Has a
1: voice actor ever won like a like a like like
0: an Oscar for actor? Like has has uh, Andy Circus ever been nominated? I don't know. I'm gonna look better. Because if Let's anyone would up. be nominated,
1: it would be Andy Serkis. Uh, he was not nominated for an Oscar. No, never. Been. Look, up a, look up if a voice
2: actor's ever like been nominated or won or anything. Has a voice.
0: But and then uh, the funniest part about all that is that Lucas is like, "This is so unfair to Frank Oz. Frank Oz did not give two shits. Did not care." And I. <laughs> funny. That Frank, uh, just as old man. It's just like, what? What are you doing? What are you doing? It's
1: so dumb. Interesting. No one has ever been nominated for an Oscar for a voice only role. That's so cool. That's kind and of a one, sin. Yeah. Yeah, that's I say Although the fun. Academy has no rules against it, they just don't like doing it. Uh, which don't
0: I don't like doing it. <laughs> I don't know um, where the accent came from. You can one
1: scene. Uh, one, one thing that this cave scene made me think of was a robot chicken sketch uh, where, where, where Luke goes in the cave and 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 Yoda just waits outside and then he hears screaming he looks at the camera and goes oh shit and then he runs into the cave and then he's like what did you do and then and then Luke was well he attacked me i thought it was Darth Vader and Yoda goes just some dude it was teach you a lesson it was supposed to and then make you think and then, and then <laughs> it's just like you know that that could have been like a very real possibility um and like yoda specifically told him not to bring any weapons uh, mm-hmm. but luke was just like nah screw it i'm gonna bring i'm gonna bring this i wonder what would have happened if luke didn't bring his lightsaber
2: i was up. just thinking that right
1: now yeah yeah interesting hypothetical mm. uh, but now we're back on the executor and Darth Vader has assembled some bounty hunters uh, to track down the Millennium Falcon. Uh, one interesting fact here uh, for this scene, um, Boba Fett's voice on the special edition was uh, over, was dubbed by Temur Morrison, who played Jango Fett in uh, episode two and, of course, Boba in uh, Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Um, but I, ju- I, I just think that it's cool that Lucas... Uh, um, did the uh had morrison do that uh cuz it it just sort of like for people who are only watching the special editions and the prequels it just makes it feel a lot more connected which i think is pretty cool mm-hmm. um but yeah so that's the only note i have for that scene the bounty hunters are so cool like I know. like the like the designs bosk Zuckus, forlum they're just dengar
0: and volba yeah and Bulba. dengar Every- Every time I see this scene, I'm so sorry, but I always think of the family guy parody scene where there's yeah. Andy. Who are you? Goes, I'm Raggedy Andy. Get the fuck out of my bounty meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Cracks me up every because Rowan and I were like obsessed with that in like yeah. the seventh, eighth oh grade. Gosh, right. And we'd quote it all the we just walk up to each other and be like, get the fuck out of my bounty hunter meeting. <laughs>
1: Oh Lord, <laughs> I had forgotten about that. <laughs> that we quoted that it's just all just all a Family Guy. We quoted Family Guy nonstop. Oh God, back yeah. In the day,
2: I'm just sad that we didn't get to see like basically anything else of any of the other bounty hunters.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you Disney Plus see... needs the to... yeah yeah they yeah. Got, they need Tell to. on Kathleen out. Kennedy.
1: If you were to see any of those other bounty hunters aside from Boba in their solo project. Who would you want to see, Bosk?
0: Yeah,
1: I would he tell you know, has
0: like a troubled family life. Yeah, like something's <laughs> going on there. If he turns to the life, well, of...
2: we we do see we do see a bit of Bosk in the Clone Wars. Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah, um, not much, yeah, unfortunately. But he's
1: just. I don't know Dengar is he, also is, pretty is, cool, is, but I might be Dengar biased. Dengar in the Clone Wars? Wars too. Pretty sure Dengar is in the Clone Wars too. He
2: might be um but i used to have like a little dengar um action figure that like used to be my dad's and my uncle's and it's just like sitting at my grandmother's house now as far as i know but it was so yeah like a bunch of other of
1: the original trilogy like action figures are they like like are they (laughs) like the like the valuable action figures Probably would be
2: if they were in better condition. Yeah, fair.
1: I mean, even in, like even in bad condition, like like the right ones could still sell for so much money. It's mm. just insane. If I had a time machine, one of the things I would definitely do is go back, buy like every single one, come back to the present, and sell them all. I would be fucking oh, so you, anyway
2: if you did that if you did that with legos that would also be like a great yeah like Lego skyrocket in price. I know. it's like legos skyrocketing i know yeah like um,
1: like like you have to buy them in the first few months of release like maybe first year and then they're just out they don't make them anymore mm-hmm. and it, it, they just cost a, a, a ton yeah oh. weird crazy anyway uh we get a little next is a little I, th- I think not, not inconsequential, but sort of minor scene where the Falcon manages to evade capture uh, by the bounty, uh, by uh, the Empire. Um, it's not revealed yet that they were hiding on the underside of an asteroid. Uh, and uh, then we get the scene, um, which uh, I, I, I really love. I mean, it's just such an amazing scene where uh, the Yoda lifts the X-wing out of the swamp, and we get the do or do not. There is no try, mm-hmm. and uh, and 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 Luke's just walking up in amazement as Yoda's just like effortl- effortl- effortlessly pulling the X-wing out of the swamp. Uh, it's it's just such such a great scene, and like it's 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 so short too. It's like two minutes, but it's just it's so well done. Mm-hmm. I, I I I think it might be That's it also hilarious.
0: shows. Yeah. it also shows nothing. um it also shows that like what you, Rowan what you were saying at the beginning how um how Yoda was like pretty much fucking around with Louis. like hey in, in his own weird crackhead green person way he's trying to say that like you need to learn patience originally tries to lift it up and he get he gets pissed he's like can't do it it's too heavy even after all that training he's like i can't do it and then yoda does it and pretty much is like just be are you an, have you listened to me the entire time
2: <laughs> yeah no i i had two notes for this scene and one of them was um like uh, i think rowan sort of hinted at it you get like a lot of great yoda lines in this one there's the door do not there's no try there's Mm -hmm. the you know judge me by my size do you I think that's in this one too and um uh, my ally is the force and a powerful ally it is um it's like you know Yoda this is like one of Yoda's best mentor Mm -hmm. moments um and then another point that I had here was that Luke is Luke is a great example of why the Jedi are trained so young normally because that was like the big deal with Anakin is that he was too old to be trained and he was only like seven years old but you can see in Luke why they why they refuse to teach the older students because they are they you know Yoda tells him to unlearn what he's already learned but with a younger person you wouldn't have to do that you could teach them right off the bat they wouldn't have
0: to unlearn anything
2: Mm -hmm.
0: now now that you say that, does the Empire and First Order also do that with Stormtroopers? Because wouldn't that make sense? Because we learn in Force Awakens, I know this is a few movies away, that that um, Finn or whatever is captured as a kid or like raised by the First Order as a child to become a Stormtrooper. So is that for the same reason? Because they don't want to... Well, probably because if you raise him as a child
2: i would say so i mean i would i would assume that if you're getting somebody young it's probably for that reason is that it's easier to shape their mind
0: and because they're impress they're more impressionable than older. yeah
2: i mean although that's not the like obviously you see it in solo that that's not the only way that they get recruits and, and whatnot you know solo becomes a, a freaking imperial <laughs> yeah interesting life <laughs>
1: We on to the next scene. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, I, I I just have a little note <laughs> for this little scene where where Vader kills Captain Nita for his failure and he goes, apology accepted, Captain Nita. It's just like, Vader felt so proud of himself for that. Mm-hmm. He was like, I got to think of something cool after I say it, he, oh, he apologized to me. Apology accepted, Captain Nita. It's, it's like just, the
2: same it's... thing as the the be careful not to choke on me. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I was
0: gonna say the Krennick scene. the Krennick, <laughs> be careful not to choke on your <laughs> ass.
2: But honestly, like kudos to Captain Nita for being able to go. Like, he specifically said, "Oh, I'm gonna go uh, accept my full responsibility, responsibility and and apologize to Lord Vader. Prepare a shuttle." And I'm just sitting there thinking, "This man is he's about to die. Like, he has a death he, wish. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> then it's revealed that the Falcon is hiding um, on. It, it, it's literally hiding on one of the. Um, Start. Star Destroyers on one of the one of the Star Destroyers, yeah, and like none of the none of the other Star Destroyers that were passing like underneath it like noticed the Falcon. I mean, I know it blends in a little bit, but the 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 Imperial said that it didn't show up on any of their scopes. Hmm. So why exactly did it not do that? I mean, like, can they not detect their own equipment? That I'm assuming that they like too much
2: turned off. A bunch of stuff on the falcon
1: yeah i guess so i guess I yeah 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 yeah. You i guess put the falcon, falcon in rest mode that makes you know, sense just... yeah. yeah still yeah uh yeah and then they they take off for bespin and uh boba fett's following him um and they meet lando lando calrissian and lando calrissian what did you do to my ship? They meet him like really late into the movie, like almost an hour and a yeah. half in into a two-hour movie, they meet him, which is yeah, which, no, like, was... a lot of people don't remember. It's like almost the end of the movie when, when they meet Lando.
2: I know. I was kind of shocked by like how how long it takes for them to get to Cloud City because I remembered sort of like Hoth going by rather quickly and Dagobah as well. And then I come I always forget about that space scene in them in the whole like asteroid section and whatnot. Yeah, and so, the, um, are, I'm always shocked by how little time is actually
1: left in the movie by the time we get to Cloud City. And I feel like a well, lot of people Yeah, we yeah well, so mm. I, I feel like a lot of people forget that um, you, like when Han and Leia and, and 3PO and Chewie, when they take off from Hoth, they don't go anywhere else until Cloud City. For them, it's Hoth, Space, Cloud City, and that's it. Like, 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 this movie is 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 surprisingly limited in where its characters go because Luke goes directly from Hoth to Dagobah to Cloud Mm -hmm. City. I mean, like, and and I I feel like all of those sequences are much longer than a lot of people remember. Um, And 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 that just goes to show like how how really well put together this movie is, in that. Like, like you know, like the characters don't go a ton of places, but still, so much stuff still happens and it's effective and it's amazing and it's great. Mm. Um, yeah, I
2: think we talked about this a little bit when it when it came to you see sort of a similar thing with a new hope. They go from Tatooine to space to Death Star to Yavin, and then back to to the trench run, and like you know, that's a total of three locations, not counting space. Um, and I think it's the same amount here in Empire, and it's it's really kind of incredible.
1: Yeah, yeah. I um, think there's there's many more in Return of the Jedi, um, cause, like like because they go from Jabba's Palace. Uh, where do they go after that? Because I know they end up on Endor, obviously. Um, there's
2: Endor. There's Death Star Two. There's Jabba's Palace. Do they go anywhere else, Brennan? Any idea?
0: Um. They okay. So Jabba's. I don't think they do. Wow. No.
2: They they really do a great job of this. Yeah. Must, like they make three places seem like so much. Yeah. Oh wait, they go to a, like a, a rebel base for a short while, but I think that's in space if I'm not. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Pretty, pretty sure it is. Well,
0: because see, like I noticed this I'm like wait, they only go to, like three or four places. Oh, because Luke goes back to Dagobah, I think, right? Yes, because that's where uh, Yoda dies. Yeah. Right. Right. Spoiler <laughs>
1: alert. Yes. Spoilers. Uh, anyway,
0: uh,
1: so they meet Lando, uh, and everything's happy for a and while. Billy D.
2: Williams does a Fantastic he, job. He, oh, man. He is a,
1: yeah. Great. Um, I wonder because they're making a Lando series for Disney Plus. I wonder if they're going to have uh, Billy D. Williams or Donald Glover or both. They might have like flashbacks and present Uh, i would be perfectly happy with both of them because they're both like they both do their own thing with the role and it's both of them are fantastic um yeah so we get a little tour of cloud city uh which is pretty great uh how did lando become the 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 like the head honcho of cloud city i think he wanted it he won it Somehow, yeah. Like, imagine, imagine that you you like
2: win, and all of a sudden you're you're some kind of governor of of an entire mining city. <laughs> like, yeah. Damn, your gambling addiction actually paid he, off. He I, don't like, <laughs> I don't know.
1: He just wakes up like, one more, and he's like, "Oh, what did what did I win today? Oh, I'm the governor of Cloud City." <laughs> <laughs> like, like what? What
2: more could you possibly hope to get from gambling than literally winning I and mean, like? Power over an entire city. What exactly. Yeah. I really want to know what the hell kind of gambling he's doing. Um. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, um. And then th- this is where I wrote poor three PO throughout the whole movie. But then after <laughs> that, it was right. It's right when three PO goes wandering around into some unknown room. That was kind of his fault, honestly. Yeah. No, that was entirely his fault. And I'm like,
0: but he didn't have to get. Do we is it just assumed that it's Boba Fett that shot him? Um, I think it was the Ugnaughts, right?
2: I thought it was
1: too.
0: Yeah. Okay, because in my head, because it never it never shows you who shot him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just shows that he gets shot. See <laughs> Chewie comes and he's like, oh no. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice <laughs> I mean, thanks. Thanks. That that scene, honestly. One of the best, like, there isn't too much like physical comedy in Star Wars, mm. except in uh, uh, Jar Jar, Phantom Menace. In the that original trilogy, hits his head. in the original trilogy, <laughs> intentional physical comedy, Sebastian. Intentional <laughs> physical comedy in the original trilogy. Are, are we? Do we agree on that?
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't know the 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 toolbox that fell on Han's head. That...
0: I'm going to hit you in the head with the toolbox <laughs> yeah. I'll do it myself. No, when he, when Chewie is grabbing the pieces of C-3PO and they like toss the head mm-hmm. around, I'm like, and like, he's like stumbling with all the pieces in, and I'm like, this scene one doesn't necessarily have to be comedic, but I liked it. It was a nice piece of levity. Usually I hate dumb scenes like that. I'm like, this is stupid. I may be biased because I love Empire Strikes Back, but I'm also like it's like it still shows you that not everything has to be serious. Chewbacca's a big hairy guy. Literally he's a big hairy creature.
2: Mm-hmm. My my only note for that scene was just uh it was plain and simple. Uh Four, three PL It's
1: <laughs> Like they really are.
2: Yeah. Screw the That's true.
1: Um, Uh, then Yoda uh, tries to convince Luke to stay and not Mm -hmm. to leave Uh, and uh, Ghost Obi-Wan appears. We get uh, our second Alec Guinness appearance here uh, after he, after Alec Guinness just renounced Star Wars and and said like, oh, I, working on that movie was one of the worst experiences I've ever had. And then George Lewis was like, yeah, but like, would you come back for the last two? I don't know why he did it, but.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I know. I was I was in there as I as I saw. Um, I I don't know why it finally clicked for me this time, but Obi Wan is in all six of the original, mm-hmm. yeah. in all of the original six movies. But, yeah, uh,
1: That's
2: true. Which is quite fascinating. Yeah, because I think the only other characters that can say that are Anakin, R two and three PO. Yeah,
1: because R two and three PO are in all except Solo. Yeah. yeah
0: um yeah also on the cloud city thing the um land lando obviously is portrayed as like a gambler playboy type thing and then like you see him like kissing leia's hand and you see han like all right right there bud like we haven't said anything like leia and i but you know just please land lando don't take another one come on (laughs)
2: Yeah, no, it's it. it I, I did pick up on that. I think it's like when when Lando invites them to to eat with him, and you he like tries to take Leia's hand, and then Han like extends his arm for her to grab, well, um, to walk along. But um, but back to back to the Yoda and um, and Luke scene, real quick. Um, I really, I personally uh, like the fact that they made Luke like this impatient person because it really just, yeah, I feel like it makes his sort of character arc a little bit better in that sense because it, it, it sort of shows us that he is this impatient. He doesn't know, like he, he's completely disregarding what he's being told and he's not, he's not skilled enough to fight off the empire just yet or, you know, Vader and Palpatine. But he, goes, he tries for it anyway because he thinks that if he tries, he'll at the very least succeed at something. But uh, but no, he like he, as we see later, he kind of fails miserably, and it's it's sort of his classic flaw that you know they play around with the thought that it might even be big enough to turn him to the dark side. Yeah. Well, because Luke,
0: well, Luke just leaves. Yoda's like, ah, he's reckless, and then mm-hmm. that's when Obi Wan. Is like, oh, he's our last hope. And then Yoda's like, no, there is another. Wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't Yoda say,
1: yes, another there is? Although I, I feel like that would be much harder to decipher, but
0: that would definitely be what Yoda would say, right? Um, but I, I think wonder, it's because they wanted it to be like a stinger line. Of course, of course, yeah. Like, they'll be I, like, wait, I, wait, 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 there's another one? I wonder
1: if, or, or I wonder what, after this movie came out, like initially, I wonder what people thought he meant. Because, mm. because that, that, that's not resolved until three years later in Return of the Jedi. So I wonder what people thought he meant by that like another Skywalker, another Jedi like, like it, it, it's just a brilliant setup for mm. the, the eventual reveal later on.
0: In yeah. my personal opinion, I did I do not, I shit down on previous generations, I genuinely think that moviegoers in 1980 weren't given a shit anything. I, in my humble opinion, I didn't think they cared. Like, I remembered, like, this is a little off topic. But Were like there?
2: Uh, yeah, I know. I wondered how you know this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when I saw Avengers Age of Ultron, the second they put the Mind Stone in Vision, I'm like, whenever Thanos comes, he's dead. Three years later in Infinity War, he's dead. I don't think because movies at that time, I think They were starting, like, movies at that time were pretty much starting cliches. But I think now, since we've seen them, and we know, unfortunately, how a lot of series and movies and universes and stuff will play out, that's how we get, like, more formulaic. Mm. However, back then, they didn't know. I
2: Hate that mind stone cliche that you see all the time, you know, like when you see the mind stone get put in something,
1: you're like, Oh, yeah, that's how you know oh, he's gonna oh die. God, I already know he's gonna die. Three years later. They call it Chekhov's mind stone, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> I, I forgot the the actual name for it, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy, happy, happy to provide you with it. Uh, but uh, back to Cloud City, uh lando says i've just made a deal that will keep the empire out of here forever and then he, he, he invited did. the empire here. He Did, but he, he he betrayed how to get
0: rid
2: of the of empire i used <laughs> the empire to destroy the empire yeah and then vader
1: stones Bader, to
0: the stones
1: Vader just goes. We would be honored if you would join us, which is like That's another funny. line that he was so proud of himself for. He was like, after they open the door, what do I say? What do I say? <coughs> I would. We would be honored if you would join us.
0: Just imagine, like I, <laughs> now, when you say that, all I can imagine is like a stormtrooper or like someone just randomly walking in, and he starts to say, and he's like, "Damn it! D- damn it!
1: Get out! TK one two three! Get out!"
2: No, but I, I, I genuinely love this scene uh, for two reasons. First off, Vader in this scene is like absolutely badass. He's, he's like, they open the door and I, you know, it's something you just don't see coming is you just see Vader sitting there at the table, at the dinner table all the way on the opposite hand. And you're like, damn, but like he's right. They, like our mate, like it's, it's like, he's way more powerful than everyone around him. He could kill them all if he wanted to. The only thing that's stopping him is that he simply doesn't want to at that moment. Um it, it reminded me of Homelander a little bit. But or I yeah. guess Homelander reminds
1: Ooh, me of that story. Brennan, like, watch the boys. Um,
2: okay, yeah, watch okay. the boys. We're not sponsored
1: the by Amazon Prime's the boys. Yeah, we're not, we we're not sponsored by watch the boys on Amazon, Amazon Prime. Prime. <laughs> um but uh but also the other thing that I
2: absolutely adore about that scene is Han sees. This powerful Sith Lord just sitting there that could kill him if he like like I said, if he, the only thing that's stopping him is that he doesn't want to just yet. He sees him just sitting there. His first instinct is to pull out his gun and shoot him like two
0: or three times. Now I have something on that. I'm sure Rowan probably knows this, but the scene when Vader gets the gets the gun. Mm-hmm film that is actually David Prouse, who is the body actor of Darth Vader. He the mm. gun and they reversed the take for the for the movie. Very hmm. cool. It's a very, very I simple think, filmmaking trick, but highly effective. Yeah.
2: I think I, I I think I I don't know I don't remember. I would have to look it up to find out if it was true, but I think I heard that they did the same thing with Luke's lightsaber in the Wampa scene. Oh
0: in the Wampa mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that, Yeah, that makes yeah. sense.
2: Yeah. Um but yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a neat little trick when you want something to be pulled magically, which is a very convenient thing in this universe. Um, but yeah, I love this scene. And obviously, I just find it cool that Vader can def- like block lights, but not lightsaber, but blaster bolts with his bare freaking hands. <laughs> like, doesn't get much cooler than that. It's pretty cool. Like, Kylo, your whole stopping thing was cool,
0: but, you know. Grandpa did it first. Come on. Yeah, Grandpa did it first. He did it better. <laughs> Save it to the professionals. Come on. Um. Yeah, angsty teen. Go listen to your My Chemical Romance and get out
2: of here. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Then they go to Carbonite freeze Han Solo.
1: Yeah, after oh, after yeah. some uh, after some good old fashioned torture. Uh,
0: oh yeah, they so, torture <laughs> so the I love, PG Star Wars torture. Yeah. What I <laughs> love about that. Is one this is the second movie in the two movie at this point trilogy that that Vader tortures someone because he tortured Lay in the first one. True. And in this one, when he's tort- ever okay, whenever he's torturing Han and Lando standing outside, I always think of I can't rem- I'm pretty sure it's the bad lip reading. How they make him like moan and <laughs> Lando looking back. Like it sounds like that's something sexual's happening in the torture chamber.
1: Lando's like, let me get in on that.
0: Like, cause that's <laughs> where is the bad lip reading where Jack Black voiced Darth Vader? I think
1: so, yeah. Yeah. That's, that that sounds about right.
0: Cause that always makes me fun. Like he's spinning when he spins around in the chair. Cause that's when Jack Black did spinny chair spinning around. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. So. But this scene is good too. Carbonite.
2: Yep. Yeah. And Han, what uh, what I find interesting is that this is the supposedly it's the first carbonite freezing. Um, because it's like a test run, they don't even know if Han's gonna live it, it, live through this if they do it. Um, and it's just a test run to see if they could, if they can do it to Han, they can do it to Luke. Um, and it's just bizarre to me how, like, after this point where it was like entirely experimental, it like it became sort of really, I guess, it must have become mainstream after this. Like, I don't know who in this room was like, oh yeah, we can make money off this shit. Cause like later on, apparently there's mobile carbon freezing wow. technology in the Mandalorian. Yeah. And, yeah.
1: Which is just I think you know. I think word probably spread from from because Boba transported Han to mm. um to Java, Java and also. like word probably got out that Java the hut had like someone who was carbon freeze who was carbon frozen and it was like it, it it was like the shit, and then and then like all the bounty hunters were like, "Hey, we could we could we could make this work," and that's how uh, that's how it came to be.
0: So then, uh, so carbonite scene. Oh, also,
1: my favorite line in
2: like all of Star Wars is in this scene, and it's just the very simple. Uh, Leia tells Han, "I love you," to which Han just replies, "I know." right now getting frozen
0: there's so much like i was i actually because i one i forgot to write notes but before this started blowing <laughs> stuff up um with that everyone says that like uh harrison ford ad-libbed it it wasn't in the original script but he talked about adding with it with Irvin. i can't remember Kirshner Kirshner one of george George's director of professors of at usc yeah and then he um because he was supposed to say, like, he's like, remember this. I'll be back soon. I think that's the line he was going to say. And then he's like, whoa. And then Harrison Ford's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Irvin, buddy, pal, Trump, come on. He's he's a, he's a suave dickhead, all right? Let him say, I know. And I genuinely do not believe that they thought that it would be referenced by nerds for the next 40-plus years. To come. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And if like you,
1: you, you know that that uh, that two people in a couple are 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 big nerds. If every time they say "I love you," the other person replies with "I know," I know, yeah, it's very telling,
0: very telling. Um, there are very you know. few other nerd lines about love that resonate much like that one. The only one that comes to mind is "Back to the Future." Uh, George McFly saying, You are my density,
1: density, yeah,
0: destiny. (laughs) I think that's like the only other line to me that maybe comes close.
1: What a line that comes close, (laughs) though.
0: I need to rewatch
1: Back to the Future. Oh, Back to the Future. All like, I really love just all three of them, all three of them are just so good. That's
2: good. Cool. I know all three of them are great.
1: The first, um,
2: yeah. Uh, anyway, um, any uh, any other
1: talking points for the carbonites? Uh, not for this scene, no. Uh, the um, the prop of where con, uh, con Han is carbon frozen. Uh, the prop is freakishly real realistic looking like it's 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 just I don't even know how they made it I would assume that they made a cast of Harrison Ford uh, but it it just looks it's just so terrifying because he's obviously like like it like just imagine that happening to you I just can't even like like is he sleeping is he dreaming is he awake is he aware like it's that it just seems something that I don't know it just seems terrifying it just like like the prospect of that happening uh, mm-hmm. o- o- other than that no other thoughts from this scene though no. uh yeah. so then hmm. uh luke after that uh, luke is uh coming. arrived at right the yeah. Yes.
0: yeah
2: it does No, there's also this point oh right uh, vader tells lando the leia and chewie are to stay on cloud city this was a little bit before um and then uh lando gets mad at him for altering the deal to which vader replies pray that i don't alter it any further and i just i love that line because it just shows how little vader cares about how lando feels he just does not care one bit about this man's opinions thoughts emotions anything
1: I'm going to um I'm going to bring it back to robot chicken here for a second. There's another amazing robot chicken sketch where where, where Lando says, uh, where, where, where Vader says, I've already altered the deal. Pray I don't alter it any further. And Lando, and, and the elevator door closes and Lando goes, man, this deal's getting worse and worse all the time. Darth Vader reappears in the elevator and is like, oh, and by the way, I want a plate of cookies on my desk at 10 a.m. And then Lando's like, the deal's getting worse all the time. I have altered the deal. Pray I don't alter it any further. And then he, and then Vader leaves again, but then he comes back and is like, and you must wear a dress. And ride on a tricycle and call yourself Mary. I have altered the deal. Pray I don't alter it any further. And it just goes on like that. It's it's so funny. Uh, one of one of my favorite Robot Chicken Star Wars sketches. They did several Star Wars specials. I don't know if you know, but mm. I would love to cover them at some point. On this we'll sometime. have
2: to do that at some point. Uh, that yes. can be that can be like
1: April or March yeah or yeah. Or yeah April <laughs> Fool's maybe. I don't know. I mean, maybe uh, that would be good. Yeah. Uh, but I believe we're at the Luke Vader duel, correct? Yes. And- I, yes.
0: <gasps> yes. April first is a Thursday. Oh this year. well. I'm sorry.
1: I just I just pull up pull up my calendar. Great coincidence. <sighs> anyway,
0: Brennan. Sorry. No. Well, because Chewie. I think after. Wait. Mm. No. Sorry. Never mind. I missed the Chewie getting three PO. forgot. Yeah.
2: Ford. Yeah, Chewie. Yeah, Chewy grabs three peels, and so three peels just
0: in his back.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, can I just say something real quick uh, before we get into like the battle? the The lighting when Luke arrives and meets Vader, just the lighting in this carbon chamber. It like like because like the stairs are lit up, and then there's the the smoke rising behind them, and then like the light in the distance. It's just it's so cool. It's so visual and it's amazing mm-hmm. and it just further proof as to why this is the best Star Wars movie because like for half of the duel they're like they're like like it's it's their silhouettes against the smoke and it's it's so impressive it's just amazing to look at mm-hmm. and like just that shot along with the two of them like with their lightsabers held
2: up and all you can see is the silhouettes yeah that's such an iconic shot right there like that's oh my goodness it's incredible but but the, the whole fight is, is an incredible one. Um, it's like out of, you know, it, it's definitely a, a step up from um, what we saw in episode four between Obi-Wan and, and Vader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then of course, there's the lovely little twist at the end Um
0: We haven't gotten there yet. Not yet. All right. Oh, okay. Well, because they're, no, they're yeah, there's a little. Is they're more. fighting, and then because don't forget that Lando is choked yep. out by Chewie because Chewie's oh, yeah. like oh yeah yeah, yeah Lando, oh,
2: frees, Lando frees Lando freeze Chewie and Leia and then gets immediately choked out by Chewie. He just goes. Yeah.
0: He's like, please, Chewie, wait. There's another way, and then that's when they head out to try and find Boba, but Boba already left because we saw him leave when. Luke arrives, right?
1: Uh, yes. Yep. Yeah, and then he leaves on Slave One, the coolest, one of the coolest looking ships in the Star Wars universe. Oh
0: yeah, not very practical in my opinion. No,
1: well, in the Mandalorian, we do see how it works with the uh, the rotating um, passenger hold, okay. which is pretty well, cool.
0: Well, that that sound that seems better, but at the yeah. time, you're like that's yeah. cool, wouldn't work.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's that's a lot of things in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, Leia, huh, uh, Leia, Chewie, uh, and Lando, and R2 are on the run, and Luke's fighting with Vader at one of the, um, I think, one of the best lightsaber duels in all of Star Wars.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
1: by far. Uh, but yes, yeah. Uh, are we... Do we want do we want to just go right ahead to the uh, to the big reveal? Big reveal. Big reveal.
2: Awesome. Brennan, you have anything to say until well,
0: because during this is when Lando's like, yo, everyone get out of Cloud City. Mm. We have right. and then to everyone they're like, we gotta go to the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. And then this is when they're fighting, and then I'll segue into it. Luke mm-hmm. and Vader are fighting on like a platform overviewing uh Like an emergency platform, right? Mm -hmm. Something like that? Yeah. yeah. Some kind of catwalk. Uh, Yeah, yeah. a catwalk. And so you can tell that they're very close. They have no idea what the hell's on the bottom. It gives more suspense to an already suspenseful lightsaber. Mm -hmm. And then we'll segue into it.
2: No, Vader's the dad. You are the father.
1: (laughs) Darth Vader, you are the father
0: just imagine him on Maury I
1: think um, uh, Marlon Webb did a vine about that where <laughs> Darth Vader finds out that he's the father on Maury and like everyone's just cursing but it's all beeped it's very entertaining Um but yeah, Vader lops off Luke's hand. It falls down, and I guess Maz Kanata found it before Episode Seven. Yeah, uh, God knows what happened there. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then Luke like limps out onto the platform, which like takes a lot of balls to like <laughs> to, to go to like to go even further out into this precarious situation. I
0: think it's because that's like the only place he could go. Yay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No, Vader's like it's, it's the only. Vader's way. blocking his only
2: other
0: way. Well, bro. they're also on a catwalk. Exactly. So if he goes, if he go, if he goes towards Vader, he's dead. If he goes back, he's he's also dead because Vader can just be like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> he's there, but if he's on the like really wobbly platform, he's like, "This way, my only way out is is down."
2: Mm-hmm. But um. Uh, what was i going to say yeah no so vader just drops that huge bomb on him and then immediately fo- or not immediately but like r- almost right after follows it up with um what was it it was uh it was something like uh you we you you have together we have the power to overthrow the emperor or something mm-hmm. like that yeah. um and then we can rule the f- galaxy as father and son as father and son and i just i, don't, I just kind of love the fact that vader is, like, hatching, like, just continuously hatching plots against the Emperor. The Emperor. I think it really just adds... Because that's he's like, a, now that, I
0: finally have something.
1: That's kind of what the Sith do, though. They just betray yeah. each other. <laughs> that's just, like, it's just their whole
2: that's, thing. That's, like, why the, the Sith never do as well, and why they can only be is because if there's any more, then they're just gonna end up killing each other. Um, they end up killing each other
1: anyway. <laughs> Either yeah. way. But yeah.
0: And then... Cause what was it? Because cuts off Vader's hand, he's on the side. He's like he's like, Obi-Wan never told you the truth about your father. Like, yeah, he said you killed him. He's like, No, I am your father. Which I can't remember the specific term, but there's like a term of misquoted things.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's always misquoted.
0: Yeah. Well, it's a min well it's a Mandela effect, but it's also something else like mm-hmm. the actual word for I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. No, that's that's like they always mis- say mis-closing. Luke, I am your father. Yeah. It's one of the most misquoted things of all time because mm-hmm. it's no I am your father. Yeah.
1: So, um, Luke jumps off uh and Vader doesn't use the force to lift him back up uh for whatever <sighs> reason. Yeah Brennan
0: <laughs> also totally forgot to say David Prowse he didn't know well because Lucas wanted to keep yeah. everything secret. He Nobody didn't know yeah. that that's what Vader was saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was pissed at George Lucas. He's like, I would have acted more if you told me that I was... Yeah. And it was his father. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No. But I th- he. It's really weird because he. There's this weird. I think this is my last note, which is such a weird note to end on. Um, when Luke jumps off, I don't know how he was able to convey like so much emotion, or at least I don't know how I interpreted it this way at the very least. Um, but after Luke jumps off, Vader just looks so disappointed. <laughs> just like, yeah. a,
1: really? Yeah. He's just like, ah, oh,
2: oh, shit. <laughs> Like, yeah, he's got the outstretched arm, he lowers it. Like, really?
1: Like, Damn it. It's like,
2: you jumped off instead of Am I really that bad? <laughs>
0: am I that bad at
2: that? Come on. So, you know, um, terrific acting on, on David Price's yeah. part. Actually.
0: And something I, me going into it now, I realized that I don't think I've actually put. I mean, I know that James Earl Jones is the voice of Darth Vader and that David Price mm-hmm. was. A, I've known that for years, but I think re-watching it, I really realized that, like, that's kind of difficult on a lot of people's parts because James Earl Jones, he can't resonate too long on the line or else it'll get cut. He has to speak fast, hear, articulate. David Prowse isn't really, he may have been saying stuff to himself just to, like, yeah. know blocking and his emotion and everything. But also, like editing perspective, like you have to put, like there's a lot going into that, the voice going to the body that I don't think people really realize, and I just realized it, and I'm like, this is, this is a lot better than I thought.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's incredible that like, you 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 know when you especially uh, until you're told, you don't really realize that it's two separate people doing the, the, the body and the, and the voice, which I think speaks you know, volumes about how well they did.
0: Also something that it didn't really peeve me, but I noticed I'm like, this is kind of like, eh, that James, I could completely be pulling this out of my ass, but James L. Jones is a black man. David yeah. Prowse is not. David Prowse is he the who actually plays Anakin in Return of the Jedi when he gets unmasked?
1: That's uh it's Sebastian. Sebastian. Shaw. Yeah, Sebastian Shaw is his name. Yeah, he was also and before they replaced him with Hayden Christensen in the special edition.
0: Yeah, that was well. No, they did that with the Ghost Force, which I'm like, yeah. we did Yeah, get yeah,
1: it yeah. he he also played Ghost Anakin. Sebastian Shaw did. Yep. Oh, before okay. they changed,
0: but it. with that, I'm like, it makes like I see why George Lucas did it, but like Luke had no connection to his young father,
1: yeah. No, it's it would it, it, would be like, Who is this young guy? He's like, who's the,
0: who the fuck is this? Is this? <laughs> What's going on? But that, well, I mean,
1: it's
2: it's not Luke's vision of him that becomes the force ghost, though.
0: It would, it would just that, be... You Anakin can talk himself. about that next episode. Yeah, that, that'll be for the next one. one. Yeah. Um, but something I also noticed which I found... I don't know why I found this completely ridiculous. When he was going down the tubes, I <laughs> think that that is one of the most ridiculous scenes in all of Star Wars. He's zooming down a tube. He's no fall damage he stops midway
1: the force it's, it's and it's then the no only
0: no excuse. bro it's, it doesn't it stops midway right he forced whatever yeah yeah yeah. and then it just opens up beneath him like you're in like a cartoon with a booby trap everywhere like it I, i'm like that dissociated me from star wars for like like two minutes
2: that part didn't, but the part where something just opens up on the side and he just magically sort of gets sucked into it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that's some, like, Wile e. Coyote type shit. That does mm-hmm. not need to be in Star Wars.
2: But, it, yeah, anyway, so uh, Luke gets, uh, Luke ends up falling onto an, I'm just gonna call it an upside-down antenna. Um, Dangling oh, there, so. uh, waiting for help, and uh, he reaches out using the Force
0: to Leia. At first a bend. Right at first, he goes uh, out for Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan and then he's like, Wait a second, he's dead, he can't do anything. Well, so he then goes goes,
2: well Obi-Wan did specifically say that he won't be able
0: to, uh, he said he he said it won't be able to, help. yeah. Um, like, That's so,
2: so then, then he reaches out to Leia and Leia mm-hmm. has Lando and Chewie turn the ship around, and uh,
0: and then they're like, they Lando's us. like, Who's that? and then like, it's like it's, it's, it's Luke, <laughs> and then Lando comes out and grabs him, and then I think they get chased off by High Fighters. I believe. Yeah, they get chased uh, off by Tie
1: yeah, Fighters. Yeah, and then there's there's like a little mini action sequence uh, mm-hmm. where where Vader and Luke communicate, uh, but then that's that's pretty much it. They escape, get back to the Rebels, and uh, yeah, that's that's pretty pretty much the end. Um,
2: and no, um,
1: and uh, Luke gets
2: a new hand.
0: Yeah. No, also, Luke. Doesn't Luke telepathically talk to Vader while on the Falcon? Yeah. Yeah. I mentioned that, yeah. Yeah. You oh, do, oh, I'm sorry.
1: Also, who okay. wins in this movie? Does anyone win? Is it the good guys? Is it the, is, is, is mean, it the bad guys? The
0: Empire's the, the Empire, I don't think lost. I think the maybe. Empire won more than the Rebels because True. well, Definitely. maybe not the Rebels as a whole but Rebels, like for our protagonists the, the they lost a lot. on yeah. Luke physically lost his hand. He lost a lot of morale because he's like, Vader's my father. Mm-hmm. Like the guy that I'm trying to pretty much kill or like he just has a whole new brain mindset now because it is his father. So there's just a lot of things gone. They're like, we have to trust Lando, but we also don't know if we can, because he did screw over Han, who's his best friend. Or best, whatever that situation is. So in my opinion, Empire, more like 50-50, didn't really win, didn't really lose. Rebels, in my opinion, lost more... Then
2: the rebels also lost Echo Base.
0: Well, yeah, they physically okay. lost Hoth.
2: So I'd I'd say this. Me personally, I would say this one's a win for the Empire.
0: Yeah. Which I think is good because it sets up like there's so much ambiguity in this ending. Yeah. Like they're just like, what do you like? What like where do we go next from this? You see they're on Nebulon. I don't know. is the ship name or whatever it's Nebulon something I think and then um, and then Lando and Chewie they head off
1: why the hell is Lando wearing Han's clothes I, I
2: you know I saw that <laughs> I've noticed that like the past couple of times I've seen this movie I don't get it either I'm, I'm sure why? there's
1: like a canon explanation for it but still that's like, weird I'm, that's you know, so you know weird. my guess
2: was Is that he like uh, he got dirty, needed a shower, he didn't pack any of his own clothes in all the rush, and so he just grabbed some of Hans.
0: Do you know how funny that would have been if you just see Lando? Do you hold on? The thing is,
2: in my mind, that's the only like plausible explanation. Yeah,
0: he's like, hold on, let me me just run to my room real quick and just like, God damn it, I should have knew Vader would betray me, and he's just like packing a bunch of clothes in a suitcase. 40 different (laughs) capes. (laughs) He's like, oh, come on. This is my fancy cape. This is dinner fancy cape. Yeah, and so that is...
1: That concludes the best film in the Star Wars franchise, The Empire Strikes Back.
0: Which it also sets up the end of this immediately leads into Return of the Jedi.
1: No, it doesn't. What do you oh, mean? It immediately? No, no. Yes, it what? does. No, there's a couple literally... of years between here yeah. and,
0: and. Okay, well, from a viewer standpoint, because Return of the Jedi it begins with they go to Jabba's palace, and then in the first three minutes you see that Lando's hiding, and Chewie is there, mm-hmm. and it's because they left three. Well, the whatever. It's the the
1: the ending of this sets up the beginning of Return of the. Yeah, Jedi. fine. Yeah. The does, the like, narrative, the narrative to
0: it whatever way to make me look like a dumbass
1: yeah that's that that was the whole point that's actually the reason we invited you on uh on on the podcast just to make I'm you the funny. laughing
0: stock okay I get it. <laughs> okay. um
1: anyway yeah uh this is shaping up to be one of the longest episodes of our podcast so far is he really? Yeah, yeah yeah the longest episode currently is attack of the clones uh an hour 47 minutes and this awesome. is rapidly approaching an hour 45 um yeah, but but I mean, like, there's a lot to talk about here. You know, it it, it totally it's, makes sense. It's the um, best movie, as uh, you and sure. I both agree. Yeah. Um, um. So, Brennan, want to thank you for joining us once again. Uh, lovely to have you. Yet yeah. Yet. Thank, and, you, thank um, you. So, in terms of scheduling for the podcast uh, in March, uh, f- uh, sorry, February, three weeks of our February <laughs> uh, of our February episodes are going to be dedicated to a staged reading of um the uh original star wars episode 9 script duel of the fates written by colin trevaro we're gonna have a whole group uh here to read it it's gonna be amazing uh and the other week don't know if it's gonna be at the beginning or the end of the month we're going to talk about return of the jedi Uh,
2: yeah that'll be that's uh february's schedule Mm -hmm. uh like, like Rowan said, we don't know which one's going to come first. It all depends on when everybody's available and whatnot. But mm-hmm. we're going to try to get Duel of the Fates out next, or the first part of it next week.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
2: Return of the Jedi at the end. That's the plan. Could change.
1: Yep. To be confirmed. Uh, anyways, uh, Four Across the Stars, my name is Rowan Wood.
2: I'm Sebastian Rickahull,
1: And I'm Brendan Savory. And uh, thank you all for joining us. We'll be back next week.